And now we take you to Evangel Church in Tallahassee, Florida, to another powerful, life-changing message. For more information, visit our website, evangelag.org. Thank you so much, Evangel, for being with us this morning. My name is Andrea, and it's just such an honor to be speaking with you guys today. Ryan, thank you so much for this opportunity. Listen, we are so excited about our series, This Is Us. I think because sometimes we get lost in who God has called us to be to this world. You know, sometimes we go into our Christian walk and we realize that there's a lot of things that we have to fix about us, but we don't realize the reason why we need to fix those things about us is so we can be his light in a very dark place. Uh, We have a a series, um, a prayer that we pray together as a, a church. So as we get started with week seven on transparency, can we say this together? Here we go. Father, as I open your word today, speak to me. May I have ears to hear, a heart to receive, and the courage to respond. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, back in in 2000, um, in in the early 2000s, uh, Ryan and I, we were both working at a church. I was full-time at a a church of about 1,000. I was the worship pastor there, and uh, Jeremiah was two, and Jordan was one, and I found out I was pregnant with this amazing redhead. So I was uh, pregnant with a baby, had uh, two toddlers, and um, working a full-time job. So my husband wanted to help me, because that's who he is. He, he, he wanted to help because I, I like my house to be clean. And so he wanted to help. So he decided to hire someone. And so once a month, that was his way of helping. So once a month, we had this woman and her name was Barbara for one year. For one year, and I just, when I say her name, there's so much love in my heart. We almost call Journey Barbara. There's so much love in my heart for Barbara because once a month, she would come into my house and she would clean my floors. Now, when you find yourself very pregnant with two toddlers and you realize you can't touch your toes, you know, you can't clean your floors. And so she would come in and clean our floors. I would come home from work around 5.30 and I'd have, you know, come in through the garage, a baby on each hip, and I'd open up that garage door into the kitchen and the smell would just hit me. It was a clean house that I didn't have to do, right? And so I loved Barbara. As much as I loved Barbara, Ryan despised the night before Barbara came to the house. How many ladies already know what I'm about to say? Because the night before the lady comes to clean your house, ladies, what do we do? We clean our house. And so um, Ryan despised that. He's like, honey, our house is lived in. I'm like, no one needs to see that. So we clean our house for, for Barbara to come to clean our house. You know, we do that too when we invite people over to the house. We put on what Ryan calls the fake house. This is not really what our house looks like. We put on the fake house and everything is spotless. Our kids' rooms, I've, I see the, I invite people over just so I can see the floor of my kids' rooms, right? And so we live in this world and in this culture where we want to perform and we want to put on that we have everything together. But we do that in our spiritual walk as well. Our core value is this. We value transparency. We let people in and choose to live life 
without the mask. Now, here's the funny thing. Ryan and I have been saying this phrase for years. In fact, before, when we were here at Evangel before, we lived in an apartment in Southwood and we would have a small group into our house and we were like, we're gonna be transparent, we're gonna be real. Anybody that walks through the doors of our house, you're gonna see, maybe not the dirt, but you're gonna see the real interactions of our life. We wanted to be transparent and real. I do have to say this is something that I had to learn, not something that came inherent in my life. Ryan is real. I had to learn that it was okay to be real. I grew up as a pastor's kid and I grew up in church. And so there was a lot of things that in my home, it was a very safe place. I was able to be real there. But I, I, I found out early that when I walked into the church, I was judged because I was the preacher's kid. And so this is something that Ryan really held as a value and he helped develop this in our home, that we live transparent lives. And the reason why we wanna do this is because we don't want to cover up if we're hurting. We don't want to cover up if things are hard because this is the problem that we have. We look at somebody else and they, we think they don't have a problem. They're not struggling. Why am I struggling? What? There's something wrong with me. But if we as a body of believers can share with each other our struggles and share with each other our mistakes and our downfalls and our sins and we are open and honest with each other, then others will be more comfortable to be open and honest with us. You know, I want you guys to know, and this is something that, the, the pregnancy center is something that Ryan and I were involved in when we were back before, when we were in Evangel. Ryan's mom passed away last year, and, and, and honestly, he never really had a relationship with his mother. It was a very strained relationship, and, and we can mark it back to the point when she was um, 17 years old and had an abortion that it, it, it affected her life so much, that it affected how she raised her children. You know, I, I love that she was able to give her life back over to the Lord and really allowed the enemy, it, it, it's Satan that shames us and condemns us, not God. We have to know that that our God is a loving God. Now listen, he doesn't let us stay in our sin and he calls out our sin, but he calls out our sin so our lives can be better, not so that we are condemned. And so for us, the pregnancy center is so important and in honor of us being transparent, that is the reason why we want these precious young girls to know that even if they made a choice, and I don't know, there might be one watching this morning the Lord loves you, and the enemy can condemn you, but the church will not. And I pray that women in this community will find a church where we can be transparent, and we can be real, and we can be open, that we will embrace those with open arms. Transparency is something that's been a core value for us for years because I know what it's like to walk into the church wearing a mask, to cover up hurts, anger, resentment, jealousy, addiction. We wear masks on our jobs. We hide mistakes and pretend that we are really more confident in what we are doing than what we really are. 
We wear masks with our friends. We accumulate more and more debt just to keep up with our friends. We act like we have everything together knowing there's a deep hurt and resentment inside. We wear masks in our homes. We prevent things that are okay. We pretend things are okay in our marriage when we know there's a distance. And we say everything is okay when we know that it's not. And we wear masks in our church. We pretend to be more spiritual and more put together than we really are. And we distance ourselves from others because we don't want anyone to know we are broken and hurting. Friends, let me tell you, here at Evangel, we want to be and we value transparency that you don't have to walk through these doors and pretend like you are okay. It's okay not to be okay. It is something that is in my home on a daily basis. Listen, I have three teenagers. Every day, someone is not okay. But it's okay. We want to have a church where you can walk through the doors and it's okay. It's okay if you're struggling, it's okay if you're hurting. It's okay if you're broken. That we don't have to pretend with each other. And we are gonna look in scripture today. I want you guys to open up your Bibles and open up your smartphones to Genesis chapter three because we are gonna look at when sin invaded this earth, what happened to Adam and Eve. I want you to know there is a difference between we do not excuse sin, Jesus forgives sin. There's a difference. And we want to provide a church where you can be transparent and open that you won't feel condemned, but you'll feel his love. In the first couple chapters of Genesis, God is creating. He is creating all these beautiful, wonderful things, everything that we see around us. And then he creates humans in his own image. And as he's creating and as he's doing, he places in the center of the garden a tree. And he says, you can eat of any of the fruit in this garden except for this one. And what did Adam and Eve do? They eat. Genesis chapter three, verse seven says this. At that moment, their eyes were open and they suddenly felt shame. Sin brings shame. They felt shame at their nakedness, so they sewed up fig leaves together to cover themselves. We have to know, up until this point, Adam and Eve had known nothing but good. They had known nothing but communion with the Father. They hadn't experienced sickness or death, pain, betrayal. They hadn't experienced depression, sadness, anger, hatred. They hadn't experienced jealousy or envy. At this point, all they had experienced was good. And then they ate. As a result, they experienced something that God never intended for any of us to experience. God does not want us to feel shame. He wants us to feel communion. But he knew what was in us and he provided a way. What was Adam and Eve's first response to the shame? Was to cover themselves. 
And don't we do that when we put the mask on? I want us to go on in verse eight because it talks about, and I love, I love this. Listen, I have been going through a Bible reading plan with some women, and we've been reading through the Bible this year. And one of the things that we're realizing, we're able to message each other back and forth. We do it on the YouVersion app and we're able to message each other back and forth. And one of the things that we've realized is that the people in the Old Testament were very messed up. <laughs> like really. Like if you've ever read some of the things, you're like, wow. And God still used them. <laughs> Doesn't it give you just like, a thank you, Lord. It gives you some hope. And it says in verse eight, it says, when the cool evening breezes were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord walking about the garden. I love this picture. What an, what an opportunity they had with the Lord. But it says that the Bible says they not only covered themselves, but they did something else. It says, when they heard him walking in the garden, they hid. They hid from the Lord. Then the Lord called to man, where are you? Sometimes I think that we need to read God's word through a heart of love. Because can you hear the heart of the father? He knew where they were. He knew what they did and he still called out to them. What are you struggling with today? What sin are you walking through? Is it resentment or bitterness or anger or addiction or lying? God is calling out, where are you? He is searching for you and looking for you. The heart of the Father in this passage of scripture is that he loves us and is looking for us. He, Adam, replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. We cover and we hide. The most interesting thing about this passage of scripture is that they hid from the only one that could save them. That happens to us in our life. When we decide to put on the mask and not to be transparent and real, we hide and we hide from God. Of all the people, now listen, I'm not saying for you to share everything that's going on in your life with everyone that you come in contact with, because that's just not wisdom. <laughs> but if you're gonna be transparent and real with anybody, please, please, start with the Father. Start with Him, because His love is deep. And his love is real. And his love is unconditional. And so when we are transparent with the Father, with what we're struggling with and what we're dealing with, we give him an opportunity to speak into our need instead of hide from him. There are things that we cannot cover only God can cover it. As we look at this last portion of scripture in Genesis chapter three, verse 20 and 21, I want to share this with you because we try to cover our sins and cover our hurts. We've gotta allow God to do that. 
This picture that we're about to read is a picture of Christ. Genesis 3 verse 20 says, then the man Adam named his wife Eve because she would be the mother of all who lived. Verse 21, and the Lord God made clothing from animal skins for Adam and his wife. God covered them. As if we try to hide our sin before the Lord, we are not allowing the blood of Christ to cover it. The Lord wants to cover those things that are deep wounds in our life. Transparent means this, to allow light to pass through so objects behind can be seen. We want to be transparent so the light that shines through shows Jesus and he can be seen. Friends, I know, I know that it's getting harder and harder to live a transparent life because judgments are getting more and more. But God has called us to allow his light to shine through us that we can say it's okay to let people in. You know, the thing that has hurt me the worst in my life is the thing that I love the most. Growing up in a pastor's home and in the church, I, I have to tell you there's been a lot of hurt in the walls of the church. And I know that's the case for you too. Unless you're brand new and you've never been to church before. Otherwise, we've all been hurt in church. We've all been wounded. And God has asked us to live this life to let people in. To not be afraid of the hurt that will come again, but instead to allow the Lord to cover us, to live life without the mask on. So here's a few questions to ask yourself. How do you know that you are living a life without the mask? Are you able to be yourself no matter who you're with? Are you honest about where you are in your spiritual walk? Do you have some Christian friends that you can be honest with and who will be honest with you? Can you own up to your own sins and your own mistakes? That's what it looks like to live life without the mask. That we live a life that we are honest about where we are spiritually. That we are honest with our friends that we have in our life and we let them be honest with us. That we provide a place where people can share their hurts and their needs. That we have a community where grace is extended before judgment. 
a place where we can take off the mask and allow people to see that there's a real imperfect person underneath, a person with God-given gifts, but fleshly struggles. I wanna make sure that I'm super clear about this. Having a life that's transparent and open and honest does not mean a life staying in your sin. That we have these people in our lives that we can sit with, that we can open up God's word and we can share with each other, this is what I'm struggling with. This is what I'm needing. And we have a place where someone can speak truth to us in love. And we all need a place like this. And oh friends, may this church be a place where it's okay not to be okay. Where we are honest about our relationship with the Father that we can look at him and we can come before him and tell him that we are struggling, that we allow him to carve open in our heart and point out the places that are not like him, that we have believers around us that will encourage us and build us up and share with us the truth of the word of God. Our last... Um, verse that I want to share with you today. I'm going to be transparent. The Message Bible is not my favorite version, but I'm going to share one from the message. <laughs> Second Corinthians 4, since God has so graciously let us in on what he is doing, we're not about to throw up our hands and walk off the job just because we run into occasional hard times. We refuse to wear masks and play games. We don't maneuver and manipulate behind the scenes. We don't twist God's word to suit ourselves. Rather, we keep everything we do and say out in the open, the whole truth on display, so that those who want to can see and judge for themselves in the presence of God. What's Paul saying? He's saying we value transparency that we want people to live life without the mask on. Why? So our community and our co-workers and the kids at our school and our families that live in our homes will see the truth of the love of Christ. That as we live our life out in the open, they can see and experience and feel the presence of the Most High God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for your word. We thank you that as we choose to live our life transparent, that as things that we're walking through, as we struggle with those, that Lord, first and foremost, we can be open and honest with you. And if that's you here today, if you've realized today that your spiritual walk is not where it's supposed to be, just in this moment with nobody looking around, I wanna pray with you. No one's, no one's looking, but if this morning you can say 
that your walk with the Lord is not where it's supposed to be, I just want you to lift your hand so I can pray with you today. Anybody else? Anybody else? Father, I thank you that as you are shaping and shifting this church, that there is a culture of transparency that will be here, that we can say it's okay not to be okay, but Lord, push us closer to you. May we sense your presence in our life this week and for those that have lifted their hands and have said that they want to be closer to you. Lord, I pray that you would open up your word to them this week that their life would be set on fire for you. Refan the flame and the burning passion that we have for you. And Lord, we ask that this day would be a day unlike any other, where we sense your presence and we take down the mask and we are real with each other on who you are, what we're walking through, and what you can do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Prayed, asked the Lord to come back and begin on that new journey again. You know, uh, when I think about transparency and that phrase that Andrea had mentioned, it's, it's okay to not be okay, and that's true, but it's not okay to stay there. That God wants to move you forward. He wants to bring freedom in your life, and the way that you don't remain there is by being transparent. You know, we're a, we want to be a church family, and like any healthy family, uh, sometimes you got to share what's frustrating, what's going on in your life, but you get stronger through it. And so, creating an environment, a culture here at this church where we could be, we could be honest with our struggles, what we're walking through, and we can have brothers and sisters in Christ come alongside of us and to help us along the way. That's a powerful, powerful thing to have in our lives. Well, listen, uh, I want to share just a little bit about what you can expect for the rest of the service today. Today, like I mentioned, was Mission Sunday. And so after the service today, there's there's several different ways that you can uh, be a part of this Mission Sunday. Uh, one way is we've got downstairs in the cafe is uh, a baked potato lunch that you could either eat down there or you can get it to go. And all of those proceeds, not just not just what we make after expenses, but all of the money that is raised goes towards missions and towards our uh, partnerships that we're working with that also goes, uh, the lunch goes towards helping um, our high schoolers to be able to go on missions trips with the majority of that trip paid. So you just eating a meal and buying a baked potato, it might not be your favorite meal on a Sunday afternoon, uh, but it's providing an opportunity for our teenagers um, to have a chance to have an experience in their life that will radically transform their lives. And so that's available to you after the service. Again, that's down in the cafe. So when you come out these doors, um, keep walking just a little bit. And to the right, there's a door there. It goes downstairs and you can grab uh, your lunch today. Um, you can also, if you just don't want to bake potato, but you want to go give some money, you can do that as well. That works. 
Um, but want to mention uh, as we prepare to worship the Lord with our tithes and offerings as we begin to leave today uh, that there's several different ways that you can do that and those are up on the screens uh, for you but I want to mention that um, that this past week we were able because of your generosity we were able to uh, partner with a church in the Dallas area who um, is going to be providing or paying for um, water bills and utility bills for single moms who have been impacted um, with the the natural disaster that's happening in Texas. That is because of your uh, generosity and giving. Church, I'm telling you, um, we do a lot of things and we make a difference in a lot of different areas. And it's because of our generosity and faithfulness and worshiping the Lord with our tithes and offerings and our missions giving. And so today, the challenge to you is never a guilt challenge to give. The only challenge is, is to respond as the Holy Spirit is laying upon your heart. When we are obedient and do what the Lord lays upon our heart, he takes care of the rest. And so this morning, as you prepare to give, you can give if you're um, using an envelope. There's an envelope in the seat back in front of you. You can place uh, those in the black um, boxes that are on the walls on the way out. Or you can go to evangelag.org forward slash give, and you can give your tithes and offerings there. You can also do uh, missions as well. Well, if you would, if you would stand with me today and let me pray over you as we go and we tackle our week. Father, we thank you, Lord, for just an amazing time in your presence today. Lord, we thank you for the challenge, God, to live a transparent life, Lord, that you want to do some amazing things in our life. But God, we make it difficult when we live a life of covering and hiding. Lord, we lift up Sherry West and we lift up the Pregnancy Center. Father, we pray your hand upon them this week and the months to come. Lord, we pray, Father, an anointing that God has these young women as they as they come into the Women's Pregnancy Center, Lord, I pray that they would step into a place not of judgment, but of hope. And Lord, they would find uh, people that would surround them and put their arms around them and, and to give them the love of Christ. Lord, I pray that you would move upon our hearts. Lord, give us um, clarity on how you would have us partner individually and corporately as a church um, with all that they're doing here within the community of Tallahassee. Lord, I pray your blessings upon your people. Lord, I pray as they are faithful in their giving, Lord, that you would multiply it in their lives. Lord, that you may accomplish all that you want to in us as a church and in our individual lives. In Jesus' name, amen. We pray right now that God uses this message to plant good eternal seeds deep into your soul. For more information, visit our website, evangelag.org. Evangel's all about making the name of Jesus famous and his church glorious. We love God, love people, and love life. And we're here for you, working to help draw people from impossible situations into a loving and friendly circle of hope where answers are found and acceptance is given. We invite you to join us for any of our services, Sunday mornings at 1030 and Wednesday evenings at 7. We're located at 2300 Old Bainbridge Road in Tallahassee. We have fantastic programs for kids and youth and small groups to make deeper connections. 
And we pray that God blesses you richly and abundantly as you continue to seek Him first in all of your life.